0: This Could Get Dicey is a D&D podcast about dudes being bros. What adventures will they get into? Only time will tell. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. And welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a d and podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their nine-to-fives and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Yetho, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I just like to say it's a beautiful day to just rest your eyes and then take a three-hour nap.
1: <laughs> yeah. Same. Super Same did that today i feel like we've talked about naps
0: before on the but oh
1: yeah (laughs) but yes
0: gonna bring it up again because it's it's a beautiful day you know
1: did you wake up feeling good from this three-hour nap
0: i woke up a little confused because again (laughs) i was just resting my eyes (laughs) um but no overall worth it not not the groggy because i was a little bit scared because it was right before this not right before we started recording but nap happened day of recording i was like damn i really don't want to have a nap and then just be like in a grump mood
1: (laughs) Mm.
2: but no it was great i was uh, i was gonna take a nap and that was part of the dilemma too i was like i missed the window where it would have been like reasonable to then wake up and nap or to, to then wake up and record and so i was like no nap i guess
1: i fell asleep on the couch uh in the middle of the afternoon and then olivia woke me up and she was like, I'm going to play Baldur's Gate. And I was just like, okay. And if I had stayed awake, I would have been still been grumpy. But then I went upstairs and I went back to sleep for another hour. Ooh. And I woke up and I'm like, let's make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> let's nice. Get it, let's get it popping. I don't know how y'all
3: do this. I, every nap is a grumpy nap for me.
2: Most. Most. Yeah.
1: Most are.
3: Okay.
2: My The best naps to me are the ones where you're like, I'm going to go nap. And then you kind of just like lay down for 20 minutes. And then you.
1: You don't actually fall asleep. You never
2: really fall asleep. And then you're like, we're good.
1: Mm -hmm, i agree Mm. if you just never because it takes usually takes me half an hour to fall asleep so if i only have half an hour to nap then i just like lie there for 30 minutes which like ultimately like i'm still giving my body a moment to like rest and like chill i'm just like not entering the REM cycle and that's the enemy (laughs) this is called this is called
3: like mindfulness i do this i do mindfulness where i'm like conscious but not present like i do it during meetings and stuff you know like yeah
2: Yeah, yep that implies that you're doing it purposefully and i'm not i'm like i'm tired and i want to go lay down wasn't that that's
3: that's mindful yeah that's purposeful
2: but i'm not purposely being like i'm being mindful i don't know Mm
3: -hmm. a lot of my mindfulness practice is like i'm on tiktok
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm being mindful (laughs) Uh, hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play Ellis Vendove, and it's a beautiful day to remember the Titans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Did you
1: dude, watch it? I watched. I watched Remember the Titans last it's night. It's such dude. a good movie. It's a good one. Dude, I'm gonna say one thing. Twenty three. You can't talk. Twenty three blast. With a backside Georgia verse do you hear me a 23 <laughs> a fake 23 blast with a backside Georgia verse like your life depended on it and then he goes out and revs and he has a broken head and they do a trick play and and did Washington doesn't like trick plays yeah. but they do it and they would stay and then Gary dies in a car wreck
3: no that's, <laughs> that's not what I
1: he does die in a car wreck. He does. He actually, gets in one yeah. car wreck, and then he, yes. and then it's just like, and then we, and then older Hayden Panettiere is like, and ten years later Gary died, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're all
3: back here today.
2: That's a good movie. That's a very good movie.
3: movie. It holds up so well.
2: Didn't we watch it when when the the Quidditch team all went to my dad's place and we watched it that night?
3: Yeah, we watched it on a lot of Quidditch... Yes, Becky and Destiny and I played on the Quidditch team, everyone. I thought we've uh, talked about this before. We, I don't know if we've talked about this, but it's we did. Um, <laughs> but we don't stand turfs here, just so everyone knows. No, but no, we did no. play on the Quidditch team.
2: Sorry, it's called uh, quad ball now in order to yeah. distance ourselves from her.
3: Yeah, we did pretty well. But yes, I do remember we watched Remember the Titans several times, actually. Like, right. Many times. It
2: Probably is, every time. It is
1: like... It is so f- start to finish. It is a good movie. And I haven't seen it in years. And I was like sitting there mouthing mm-hmm. uh, like more quotes than I'd, I usually do during films. I'm like, God, I love this movie. What's it yeah, streaming cute. on? Where'd you watch it? Uh, oh, God. It's a, it's a Disney movie. It's, mm-hmm. a oh, well, it's yeah, a so Disney Plus.
0: Oh, wow. It's a Disney movie? Them. It yeah. is.
1: It is called Disney Remember the Titans 2000. You can tell by the cover. Wow! Pre nine eleven,
3: we were a happier country. Yes. We were we were we were ready to be inspired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were making this kind of connection between film and 9-11 I make a,
1: I make a lot of connections. <laughs> yeah, everything's pretty much <laughs> that one day in terms of media, in terms of like film and TV I'm just like ah, pre nine eleven.
3: Sunshine. Oh, there's so many quotes in that movie. I quote on like a a weekly basis, probably. Hi. I'm Kenny Chilton, and I'm playing Emile Mazak, and it's a beautiful day to bundle up.
0: Yeah. Mm, get all comfy cozy.
3: Yeah. You know, it's 15 degrees or whatever. I don't know. It's very cold outside when we're recording this. What did you this?
2: say? It's, it's, did you
3: th- say it's 21. I said 15, but oh. 21, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a, like 70
2: degrees outside right now.
3: It's, it's a chilly 70. Um. <laughs> No, we, we like could not. We were home one day this weekend with the kids and almost lost our minds. So we had to go out today, even though it was very cold. Uh, but it was nice, like putting on jackets and hats and stuff. And we went to Ikea. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just nice to like Ikea. get get everyone in your jackets.
2: Do you guys have like fort days with the kids?
3: Oh, yeah, we've done forts before. We need to do more. Um, they actually just discovered today before before we recorded under this couch behind me. There is like a tent, like a play tent that has like wooden sticks to build and stuff. And they just found it. So I think we're going to whip it out tomorrow. But yeah, we've done like forts in the living room and stuff.
2: Oh, okay. Good, good. I was gonna. I mean, yeah. That's what you could do on a nice cold day.
3: Mm-hmm. It's mad cold. I got my fire on in the background. <laughs> you chilly. do have your
1: fire in the background.
3: But I took my socks off just now because I wanted to feel how cold the floor was. But uh, It's keeping me awake, you know. My socks are off. Keep me on my toes.
2: Okay, real socks quick. Socks are off. Short sleeve. Socks, socks on or socks off? Like sock people or not sock people?
0: Oh
3: god, I hate wearing socks.
0: Oh, I typically hate wearing socks, but right now I have socks on because it's a little chilly. I also have shorts on, so it was like to balance.
3: Same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like
1: a balance. The
0: actually a sock person.
1: No, I I like no. to, I like to not wear socks. I okay. either like to wear like like I'm I've become like a boot guy, so I either want to be wearing boots or I want to be barefoot. Like, no, like, I don't want to just have socks on.
2: I am learning, just like milk drinkers, sock wearers are also a rare species. So I am an enigma. I wear (laughs) socks, and I especially wear socks to bed. Oh, oh,
3: no. no, That's a sin. That's
1: like uh, (laughs) sleep paralysis. That's like sleep paralysis, like 101 for me. (laughs) If I, like, have socks on, I'm going to see the hat man, and he's going to choke me to death.
3: If I sweat a tiny bit which I do a lot it's when a I'm wrap. sleeping, my socks will get wet. What if I wet the bed because I have wet socks on?
0: <laughs> I'll wear socks to sleep and they'll be off by the morning.
2: <laughs> okay, one, possessed. Destiny, you need better socks. Two, Kenny, I don't know what's going on with your feet sweat. That's a lot. that <laughs> so they get damp. Three, I need to put it in my like dating profile. Like, Must be okay with me wearing socks to bed.
3: If we're like a microcosm of society, the four of us, a fourth of people wearing socks is not. That's not like. It's not a it's little not so bit.
1: Bad. Yeah. I like I like taking naps in. I like like I took a, like my nap today in my jeans. I love a jean. Oh, in the, oh no. no.
3: See
2: exactly. <laughs> so we all and have our, I don't we all think twenty-five percent of people do that. Uh-uh. You're wrong on that
3: one. <laughs> that was just wrong.
1: Hey, you know what, Becky? I was just trying to, you know, be like solidarity, we all have little things. no I guess jeans is Don't where we Don't so- put
2: uh... socks. are literally comfort. <laughs> jeans are not.
1: <laughs> jeans are so comfortable. I love my denim. I love jeans. Rockabye baby
3: blue jeans. <laughs> I jeans. That's like they're, they're black. <laughs> wearing You're wearing black, black jeans right now?
1: Yeah, dude, I'm vibing. You I'm loving my life right now. What pants? Too hot, too and I feel too like when I put on a pair of jeans, especially when we record, I feel like, ah, ah, but if I put on sweatpants, I literally feel like, well, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I almost wore a suit It, ch- tonight. it changes my Yeah. <laughs> we are was... for real.
3: I almost put on my wedding suit. Like Yeah. If we had <laughs> if I hadn't discovered uh grain weevils in my pantry tonight, <laughs> I would have been wearing a suit right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dang, grain weevils. That's not fun. Hi, everyone. My name is Becky Schrader. I am the game master for This Could Get Dicey, and it's a beautiful day to make homemade biscuits. Mm. Mm.
1: How's it they turn out?
2: Really good. I made blueberry biscuits. I forget that, like, biscuits are... A vessel? Well, <laughs> yes, but no a vessel for butter
3: sent from god yeah 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 Yeah.
2: but that like i feel like a southern biscuit can sometimes just be like this big honking piece of bread that's been (laughs) torn away from another honking piece of bread is a biscuit Mm -hmm. instead of like you know like you put in your head like the pillsbury dough like biscuits Mm -hmm. which are like perfectly cut round round separated from everybody else kind of thing um but yeah these ones i'm just like that's a big honking piece of biscuit
3: It's a true southerner, yeah, just like a real down south.
2: It's in my blood. (laughs) That's why half the characters on this dang podcast have a southern accent. That's
1: true.
3: (laughs) I, it's scary how fast I can slip into it. Oh, I'm not
2: thinking, yeah,
1: it's inside us all. Um, I'm notoriously a, a non biscuit lover. Um, why? I normally find them like too dry, like like in like um uh, like if I go to Whataburger for breakfast, like I like I'm never getting like a biscuit based breakfast sandwich. Like I love a bun based breakfast breakfast sandwich breakfast. if I have that option. A, a breakfast sandwich. A
2: Waterburger breakfast sandwich. And every every time I go to Waterburger, I have
1: that exact explanation. I'm like, normally I don't like biscuits. <laughs> <that> to <laughs> <them too. laughs> Sir, but, what do you want? I
2: like a <laughs> but... <laughs> I, but like, qu- I mean, but like, that's like a fast food biscuit. Well, I'm not, because like, sometimes fast food biscuits do be slapping Popeyes. So, like, that's no, like, knock against all of them. But, like, a homemade biscuit versus a fast food biscuit, there's a difference.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely a dis- difference. I just ultimately, I think, like, like like if I say I'm like you know at uh, eating like a grand slam type breakfast and I have choice <laughs> of like English muffin toast or biscuit mm-hmm. I'm going I'm going English muffin or okay. toast. Okay. Mm. Um, I thought you were gonna um, go real
2: hard and say just toast. And I was like,
3: Pfft. I do love just toast. I, I've seen the biscuits you make, Becky. They look like small asteroids, like a uh, in a good way. Like yeah, I would these fuck ones drag her. No, these <laughs> ones were
2: alarming. I'm gonna be honest. These ones I was like what's happening here like did I, you see that it was, was t-
3: like a nine inch pie tin and it, was, it was like I six they told biscuits me to,
2: <laughs> they told me to cook it that way and i because usually i just put them on a tray and i was like i'll try putting them in a tin because like i don't know that would probably help them like rise together and sure enough <laughs> that's what happened but uh yeah but that was like i made a little moon yeah <laughs> they're tasty and i'm gonna have more for breakfast because one last thing about blueberry biscuits. Did anybody ever have the Pillsbury blueberry biscuits growing up? Mm-mm. No, I
1: don't, don't think, think okay, so.
2: It's deep nostalgia in my head. Part of me even wonders if they ever were real, or if they the were Mandela Pillsbury thing. Out. Yeah, but it was like in the nineties. That was like our like Christmas morning blueberry biscuits, Thanksgiving morning blueberry biscuits, Easter. Blueberry biscuits, that kind of thing.
1: We would do the cinnamon rolls with the orange icing because uh-uh. mm. that's what my grandpa liked, and I was always just like, sucks.
2: We do cinnamon rolls now, but never the orange icing. Mm-hmm. I, the
1: orange icing, I'm just like, why are we doing this? This sucks. Anyways,
2: y'all ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons?
1: Woo! Hold on, everybody. I'm taking
2: off my socks.
1: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> woo,
2: woo, 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 woo. Hold on, I'm putting on more socks. <laughs> <laughs> Last we left off, our adventurers were on the big day of the ball and had a few errands left to run. Emil walked Kara to work and informed her of the assassin Raya, as well as the plot against Maiden Bambor's life. Loomis went to pick up Salda and Angel from school and learned more about Angel and her social life. Loomis (laughs) also requested aid from the kids with decorating of their spear so they could be sure to get it into the ball. Emile and Ellis had a spa day, preparing and pampering themselves before the evening's festivities. And then the Squirrels Foolies then headed out early and scouted the premises to devise a plan for getting Nanoxus' friends into the ball. You all met with them, informed them of the plan to make them invisible and get them in through the service entrance. They informed you they would only speak to friends of Nanoxus. And that is where we find you all about a block or two away from the Ernak estate with Ninoxis's friends by your side. Um, and Alex, what are, what is Ellis? What is like Ellis feeling in this moment? Um, seeing these two, um, you know, next to him realized and waiting.
1: Um, I mean, specifically going off of the, what they said the last episode was that they, that they uh, wanted to be free from the Um, Um, definitely put Ellis off a little bit um, and kind of um, jumping off that like jumping off from that moment uh, Ellis will ask them um, so do you do y'all even know who y'all are do y'all know who y'all are trying to kill tonight? yes you want to go ahead and just say their name really quick just so we can both know that we both are here for the same reasons? Maiden Vanborn. And what is. Do you, you. You talk about yourselves like y'all don't really remember much. Um, do y'all know y'all's relation to Maiden Vanborn?
2: It is but a lingering feeling inside of us that we have a relation.
1: What do y'all mean when y'all say that y'all want to be free from Ninoxus? He kind of told me that y'all. This is like what y'all what y'all want to do is this is this what y'all want to be doing right now yes we
2: were saved by noxus but it's caused us to have to do his bidding and this is our opportunity to be free of that that he has given us this opportunity but it is also what we desire to do
1: and what is, um, do y'all know what will happen to y'all once y'all are free? I suppose our f- souls
2: will leave this body for good?
1: Well, I mean, I, um, you know, I was hoping for that answer. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of what y'all, I mean, like, okay, just a quick, quick little game uh, play by play, y'all don't remember much, but you know you want to kill this fool. Nanox has saved you, um, and, and now now y'all just want to be like free, so you can go float away into the astral plane and be be little souls floating in the sea forever. Yes, oh, I can fuck with it. I, I like kind of look at uh, Amiel and Loomis. I'm like,
0: makes sense to me. They can't hear that. We don't know <laughs> what makes sense to you.
3: What? What are you talking? We've just been standing here.
1: We said in the last episode that uh, I'm like letting y'all know what they say we're trying to role play <laughs> <laughs> i i'm i'm not i repeat everything
3: back to them, yeah, it's fine as long as it doesn't get in our way who for sure
1: that's what I'm thinking okay, cool so um um I like to go to my little sending stone and i like turn it I make sure it's just like on <laughs> and uh <laughs> I'm like, okay, are we ready to, um, I'll, I'll be, I like, I'll be, I'll have, like, as I'm talking to these guards and stuff, I'll also be, like, talking to y'all, so y'all can hopefully hear what I'm saying, um, as we're talking, if we get separated, I'll just meet you inside, I'm gonna try to meet y'all back, like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna try not to get separated from y'all, but. Should we have a, like, a place we meet
0: afterwards if we get separated like once everything's over
1: here
3: how about right here in this alleyway okay
1: well i mean like i don't want to meet at like Emil's house
3: no no course, me, me, that,
1: I, I agree no i'm i just
0: thought we should establish it so we don't just, just assume we go somewhere
1: okay how about this if things are like chill and we get separated and we need to meet somewhere we'll meet right here um if things are bad and one of us is, like, running and, like, we're, like, we got to lose some people or whatever, um, let's meet um, behind the, the the suit shop place that we went to. That's, like, just, like, a little bit further away, and that, that could be a rendezvous point. But we have our sending stones, so hopefully hopefully we can all be, in, um, you know, reconnaissance with each other.
3: Okay, this is good. This is good. So this is the, the chill spot and the finery. Is the uh, everything's gone to shit spot.
1: And I would say, let's come up with a safe word, but that never works. So just, if something goes bad, just say that's gone bad.
3: Yeah, code words are not good if something's going wrong. Just be explicit.
1: <laughs> Super descriptive. Um, okay, I look at the horse people and I'm like, are y'all ready?
0: They're offended because they're donkeys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Someone watched the new season of Bluey where they confused a the donkey and a horse. <laughs>
1: We are ready. Okay. Um, this is what you're going to do. I want you to follow me until we get to the door. And then I just want... I'm going to distract the guards. And once I'm distracting the guards, just in, just go. Just go, go, go. You got it? Okay. Cool. Um, I am going to use Mask of Many Faces. And I'm going to change my one my outfit to look like a a caterer just like so like one of the workers i saw um just a simple like white shirt black tie um uh black pants black shoes my face i want to look like a human man that's maybe 10 years older than me with like short black hair like i want to look as like further away from ellis as like possible Without changing my body size, I want to keep my build, uh, just because of how Mask of Many Faces works. Nothing fancy. I just want to look like a normal forty-five-year-old, forty-year-old guy. Um, all right, y'all. Um, I'll meet you out front. Sounds good. All right, uh, and I, uh, I turn to the donkey people. I'm like, let's roll, players, and I uh, will cast invisibility. Mm-hmm. um at um a third level
2: third level okay
1: so i get to cast it on one or more people mm-hmm. and as i'm casting it um i say look if y'all fucking hurt somebody or cast a spell or do an action or like cause harm to anybody or cast a spell this will drop so don't do any of that shit until you're inside all right let's go and i touch their shoulders and whoop. okay
2: I, we're going to add a mechanic as you, as you play through this um, because invisibility is a concentration spell. So I know you're not planning on dropping it until you either hear the word or they break it themselves. But as you go through this, like if you're talking to people and drinking and at a party, I imagine you're maybe not so consciously thinking about invisibility. Absolutely. So we'll add that in as we kind of see fit. Um, as, as,
1: as far as as far as Ellis is concerned the second that they're inside my deal is done so if it like like Ellis's head is at like they could walk in there accidentally like hit somebody drop invisibility get arrested immediately don't care I fulfilled my end of the bargain um, um, so touch their shoulders they go invisible alright I'll meet y'all back here hopefully in like five ten minutes hopefully it won't take that long and if not i'll meet you inside i'll let you know vis-a-vis uh sending stone i start um like jo- like frantically kind of jogging and like breathing like heavily um as i'm like <gasps> as i'm like jogging my way towards like the side uh service entrance
2: okay uh yeah go ahead and roll a performance check oh, there it is
1: Starting off strong, that's a 19 plus 6, 25.
2: Okay. I'm also going to have our little buddies here roll stealth checks with advantage because they're invisible uh, just as they like keep up with you. Right. They have a plus 8 to stealth. Wonderful. First one rolled a 21. win rolled an 18, so you, very nice. You all, uh, you make your way kind of up to the service gate. They kind of see you. They see you. Uh, like one of the guards is like, "Oh, c- can can I help you?" Uh, well, the caterers are supposed to get here like hours ago.
1: I'm s- I'm so sorry. Um, the, the uh, I, I got sent on a mission to um um pick up some last minute groceries and uh, I'm late. I'm so sorry, but I I, I need to get in there. has, has the party started yet?
2: Um, uh, yeah, yeah, some, some guests have started to uh, arrive, but, but I, get, I guess get in, get in there. Yeah. Um, so Fuck. Yeah.
1: um well, uh, well, like kind of, kind of to play it up more. Um, I'm like, uh, uh have have you seen the manager? It, sorry. It's it's like my second day. And, uh, I, 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 have I've forgotten his name, but, um, uh, is he, it does, does he look, does he look mad? Or does he look stressed out? Oh, j- Jimbo. Jimbo okay. I just I, I kept calling him Rimbo and I think that pissed him off. Um Oh yeah, um. you don't
2: want yeah, you don't want to call call Jimbo anything other other than Jimbo. So uh you, yeah, you you better get in there before you, you piss him off for any bit more. I mean of course he's frantic. It's the big day of the event and that's the sort of uh you know, like Lady Ernak has appointed him as, like, the festivity sort of organizer while she... It, yeah, you better get in there,
1: dude. Um, as we're talking, do I see, like, do I see, like, a door... Like, I'm kind of, like, side-eyeing the door. Do I see, like, the door, like, sort of, like, open, closed, like... like
2: I kind of imagine you're at, like... You've kind of snuck your way past the, like, the main... um gate kind of like gone in with the the crowd through the main gate of the like the grounds and then you kind of made your way to the side and I I imagine there's kind of like a gate there to like a small gate to kind of like keep just like one privacy to you know just sort of block off um, that part of the house and so you've kind of gone in through that gate and I think you you're now kind of in like a little courtyard in which people are um you know, moving stuff in and out, you know, taking out trash and, like, moving, like, linens around. And so, like, the door is kind of, like, a revolving – it's not an actual revolving door, but the door is, uh, like, being flung open and, you know, closing and opening all the time.
1: Okay. Am am I able to – if I had any sense of like where I know obviously they're invisible but like if I have any sense of like where they are because I you know would hope that like I cast a spell maybe I could like maybe vibe out where they are like it would is I don't care if it's a high DC but like do I know can I notice if they've made their way inside yet
2: um roll perception and we'll say with advantage since you probably have like some inkling of like where your magic lives and then on top of that like you know what you're listening for with these two so
1: um, I'm, uh, I'm, I rolled an eight and a nine. I'm gonna re-roll uh, f- with a luck point. Okay. I'm so nervous. Uh, that was a 17 plus seven for a 24. Okay.
2: They are like, they are like right on you. Like getting through that, that gate that the guard was watching, they kind of had to like, you know, get right on top of you almost, and were like hovering right behind you to get, um, to get in with you, and so they're they are like right on your tail right now.
1: Uh, when he, when the guard tells me like I should get inside, I'm, I'm just like, uh, okay. And then like it through the sending stone, I say, I guess it's time to go inside and start my shift now. <laughs> uh, and I, um, I slowly make my way inside, and like as I get to the door, I go. I'm, like, holding the door open, and I'm talking to the guards, and I'm like, thanks so much for being understanding and for being so nice to me on my second day of work. Uh, and, uh, like, letting them, letting the horse people go through.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, no problem, man. I mean, I guess, like, have have fun working the, working the thing, the event.
1: Happy Hollow Moon, and I go inside. Uh,
3: is the nature of the Sending Stone can other people hear it or only the person who is like holding it i don't know is it a walkie talkie or is it like sending, as in like it's in my head
2: i think we were saying it was walkie talkie at one point
1: we've usually played it where like if you use ascending stone like when you cast sending you have to say the words out loud i believe So, like, I kind of imagine, like, as I'm talking, I'm casting Sending to y'all. Great. Just, like, over and over and over again. That's
3: good to know for later. (laughs) Um...
2: So we're saying walkie-talkie?
3: Yeah, yeah, I like walkie-talkie. Okay, Okay, cool. Okay, I uh, look at Loomis and say, all right, Um, your stick is looking, your spear looks great. Let's... Let's walk ourselves in. I don't know why I'm so nervous. I've been to so many of these things. I just walk in like normal.
0: I thought we were waiting for Ellis to walk in as a
3: a party. No, he just said he's going in already. Oh. He's going to meet us in there, I guess, because he's he's going in. Okay. I guess we'll, like, is there a queue forming at the gate?
2: Yes. So, yeah, as you all walk up to, like, the front of the estate, um, you can see how it was possible for Ellis to kind of sneak through here because there's quite a large crowd. um, And this isn't really where they're even, like, checking the invitations or anything. They're kind of just like funneling people through the gate and then they're checking tickets kind of like further in. Um, but there's carriages coming through, like big, large, grand carriages. There's people walking in. There's a big queue of people sort of making their way inside, um, inside the grounds at least. And then it's still like, you know, a little bit of a walk um, up to the house itself.
0: Yeah, as we're walking, Loomis just tries to make small talk, I guess. Uh, are you close with these people like do you have business with them
3: i don't know becky if the ernox because the ernox are like big deals in venzor you said right yes and their daughter is one of the daughters is betrothed to someone from somewhere else
2: that's not official yet that was the rumor that elmond marguerite was saying oh that's right okay um i guess how well do i
3: know them though i don't know
2: um, yeah, the Ernak family is prominent as they are an old family, but additionally, Lyseth Ernak is a representative to Venzor. Um, her focus is on the culture within Vinzor and growing it as sort of the epicenter for music and art, writing, and fashion. Um, so it's kind of like anybody who's any, but everybody who's anybody, however that phrase goes, whatever, they're going to be here tonight um, because she's trying to like, show off, like, the culture of Enzor, basically, at, at, at these parties. Mm-hmm. I'd say you've, like, rubbed shoulders, because I think there's probably, like, you know, larger council meetings in which they invite, like, business owners and, like, um, you know, figureheads within the city to, to come and, like, hear what's going on and, and voice any opinions. So I'm sure you've, like, spoken with her. I wouldn't say that you're, like, close or, mm-hmm. like, know her that well
3: just lyseth she's i mean like anyone who's anyone knows her she's cool
0: like cool enough for you to talk to them like go up and say hey or just oh absolutely at, at
3: least to thank them you know like I, I, yeah I, absolutely and one thing i'll drop to a whisper one thing i want to make sure that we do is when we go to the garden to see who's meeting with elizabeth i want us to have like an alibi someone who's there with us to be like this is why we were out there you know um so that I I thought you know congratulations on the engagement might be a good one to like take a walk or like to talk about your business uh Venzor's Villagers which I forgot to tell you that's the name I came up with for your business idea Venzor's Villagers oh
0: you're running with it
3: it's so good Loomis I don't think you realize how good it is but it's also a great alibi because there's a good business pitch so um you know that that could be one uh, you know one one reason we're out there
0: okay so i guess i have to pitch fencers, villagers
3: to well, this high i'm happy person. to take it also, i'm happy to to take the idea and run with it um in a selfish way too like i i'll run the business
0: okay can i have a percentage of it
3: we'll talk <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Greetings weary traveler you look tired come sit by this campfire and rest your feet thank you so much for listening to this could get dicey it means a lot that you're here we put a lot of time into this podcast so the fact that you've made it all the way to episode 39 rocks um if you happen to be listening to this on apple podcasts hey Maybe write a review, like this one from KRS1693. They say this podcast is an easy listen, but tons of fun. They're new to Dungeons & Dragons, and they found it super easy to follow along. The DM is creative and engaging. The players bring so much life to their characters, and they highly recommend it. Damn, thanks, KRS1693. That means a lot. If you happen to be listening to this on any other podcast app that leaves like uh, ratings or whatever, drop one we'd love to hear from you you can also follow us on our socials at tcgd pod on instagram and tiktok we do funny videos we do serious videos we do D. we do giveaways you can find out more about us uh come hang out anyways thank you so much for listening and let's get back to the episode
2: you all uh, continue your way through the the grounds under the large uh, stretch of trees that sort of create an archway off through like, like a tunnel of sorts that leads up to the house. The path sort of wraps around fountains as you see people getting out of their carriages and being helped up to the grand stairs and on these like large, you know, granite, limestone, I don't know. We make everything out of limestone in Texas, so I don't know what <laughs> people use elsewhere. Uh, but up these like large stairs that lead up to large stone stairs that lead up to this house. You can see that this is where people are kind of like getting their tickets checked and they're sort of like being welcomed in um, and escorted through the doors.
3: Great. Yeah, we'll try to get inside.
2: Great. Yeah, you walk up to the, the stairs um, and there's like a, a dapper, some like more dapper looking individuals. They're like guards, sort of bouncers, but they're, you know, still uh, very like fashionable bouncers, I would say, or like very, <laughs> very uh, fashionable sort of like people who would like announce you into a hall. Um, good evening, welcome to the Hallamoon Ball tonight at the Urnok Estate. May I see your invitations to the Hallamoon Ball.
3: Here you go. Yeah, Loomis Thank hands you. them
2: theirs as well. He pulls out a pair of, like, tiny little spectacles that sit at the very bottom of, the, like, his nose. Mm, yes, welcome, welcome to the hello moon ball please enjoy yourselves tonight
3: thank you you too thank you oh god I... walk past <laughs> oh god first obstacle down
2: oh, yeah i forgot uh,
0: about my invitation
3: i'm glad those weren't like magical spectacles because i mean well, I, wow kind of, we did it
0: kind of feels like it was more for show than security
3: Absolutely, we for sure could have just like blended into a crowd. I think walking in here, but now we belong here. Uh, Let's find our friend.
2: (laughs) So yeah, you all make your way into the entrance hall, or like into the main entrance hall, and we'll cut back to um, Alice, who is now within the sort of like kitchen area of um, the estate, and you're you see a short goblin man in the middle. Uh, Sort of like barking orders at everybody. Hey, get that upstairs. Get that up. Get the ham upstairs to the ice. The ice statue. It needs to cool down next to the ice statue. No one likes hot meat on a cold day. That don't make no sense.
3: (laughs) Damn, you really made up this whole character and everything,
2: huh? (laughs) He's got, I got strong feelings about hot meat.
3: He's
1: he's wearing socks on his feet.
2: Yeah, No He's got shoes. Got a biscuit. In
1: one hand. Socks on his feet.
2: Yeah, chomping on a biscuit. I put the. I want the meat on the ice sculpture. No hot meat tonight, everybody. Um. Uh, hey, you. And he points at you, Ellis. Where have you been?
1: Uh, um. Sorry, sir. I'm late, sir. Um. Uh. What. What. What could I do?
2: Uh Well. I, I Bark. Did you not just hear me? We need. The hot meat to get hot cooled meat, down on the ass sculpture. There's a nice bed of ass and I need you to put the hot meat on the bed of ass.
1: <laughs> you got it, sir. Uh, I'll I'll go right away and I go and I grab the hot meat and I um pick it up. And um uh, I, I say I'll I'll be right back, sir.
2: Uh do a just another performance check as as you
3: He's about to walk into a bathroom or something. He has no idea where he's going.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, Fifteen. Fifteen. Hey, that is not the upstairs. Are you new here or something?
1: Yes, it's my second day. I apologize, sir.
2: He walks up to you and he's short, like he's like <laughs> f- like not even three feet tall. Probably. He co- hey, come down here. Come on down.
1: Yes, 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 sir.
2: I need you to not fuck up tonight, okay? This is yes. a big deal. Yes, sir. And you were about to take that hot, hot meat,
1: <laughs> hot meat.
2: into the bathroom.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, so, I'm sorry.
2: And would that have been a good idea? And is that what I requested?
1: <laughs> um, one might argue that that might be the worst possible idea.
2: That's very good of you. Okay, now you see these stairs right here. Yes, in which. All of your comrades are walking up and down with yes. hot meat that's ready to be cooled down. Hot meat, beverages, shrimp, beverages. cheeses, cheeses, <laughs> <laughs> quiches. <laughs> I had to bring it back. <laughs> okay, you see your comrades, though. you are going to take the hot meat, go up those stairs, go Check. up those stairs. You will not miss the main hall in which there is that bed of ice. Do you got it now? Hot
1: meat, meat, bed of ice.
2: Yes, right.
1: Hey, I look at him. I'm like, I will not fail you, sir.
2: And what's your name, boy? (laughs) (laughs) The DM turns the tables. (laughs) This is my moment. Carl. Okay, Carl. You're going to do okay tonight, okay? Gonzalez. Okay, Carl Gonzalez. Okay. You're gonna do okay to not boil, okay? Don't I, just I, do not take meat into a bathroom.
1: Hey. Asked and ordered, done and dusted. And I pick up the meat. Uh I I go cold! I, <laughs> I run up the stairs.
2: You see the goblin like like wipe his hands. He's like,
1: okay, Carl.
2: Hey guys, Carl's a good boy. All right. We got a good one tonight. <laughs> And everyone's like, yes, yes chef.
1: Yes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> chef. chef. And as I'm running, I'm like, corner, behind. Corner.
2: it it's just a straight staircase.
1: Of, <laughs> I'm spinning around. It's
2: corner, behind. Go ahead and roll a concentration check on your invisibility mm-hmm. as you have been berated to bring <laughs> hot meat to a cold bed of ice. Strange request.
1: Um, concentration. I, I didn't take any damage, so am I just trying to beat a 10? Yes okay cool um that is i'm gonna use uh, i will use a luck point okay two already already. uh that was a natural one i will use a luck point um that is a (laughs) that is a three plus um uh you said uh uh so that's just my spell attack modifier right it's a constitution it's a constitution
2: yeah oh okay That's probably worse than...
3: Saving
1: throw. It's a constitution saving throw. It's a saving throw. Uh, That is... That's a a five. Dear God.
2: Okay. Um,
3: We just got here.
2: (laughs) 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 You are running up the stairs with your, your hot meat having gotten berated by Jimbo the Goblin and you you make it to the top of the stairs you see that you uh the top of the stairs kind of like splits left and right the right kind of like leads to what you assume to be like bedrooms and offices and you know libraries and things and to the left you can like hear the murmur of, of the crowd um and as you make your way and you're like okay we got the meat we're ready to go you turn and as you're like turning left to head towards the main hall you see running up the stairs behind you no longer invisible are your two donkey-headed
1: friends um in my head i just say not my friends and i keep i just like beeline it focused do not acknowledge them go to the left go to the main floor um i in my mind i probably even say like whisper under my breath i i go noxus i did mine in the bargain um I got, like, in Ellis's mind, he got them inside. Whatever happens to them after this point, literally do not care. I go to the left, and I go to take the hot meat to the ice. Okay. I think also in Ellis's mind, too, like, them kind of being, like, like, Ellis would be more frightened, but um, they are these weird mindless husk shells who literally don't want to talk to anybody that isn't a friend of Nanoxis. So, like, I'm just like, they're only communicating telepathically with people they trust. They don't trust anybody in here. They'll probably just get stabbed to death, and that's okay. And I'm ta- I'm, I'm done.
2: Okay. you Yeah, you headed to the main hall. Uh, your donkey-headed friend's kind of looking a little shocked for a moment that, they, that their invisibility has dropped, but now they're behind you and you don't see what's going on. You get into like the, the large, grand hall where the ball is happening, um, there's music playing and you can see that there's entertainers and Loomis and Emile you're, you're kind of seeing this at the same time as you all uh, sort of come in through there's like a balcony that overlooks um, before there's like some a grand staircase that leads down into this hall and you're seeing entertainers and you're seeing large buffets of food and ice sculptures everywhere and you do see a bed of ice with the hot meat that is now cooling <laughs>
3: just wait it. till you get your hands on this frigid hand oh you don't eat I'm so sorry maybe 200 years ago you would have really enjoyed this fine why
0: is it hot and then put on a cold bed of ice
3: and, you know that's like that personal touch that like one more step you know there's just that one more degree of care they cooked it and then they brought it back to the ideal temperature so it's safe to eat but it's also like the perfect temperature for just slurping it on down, I guess. Yep.
1: As as I'm placing the meat there, I turn to them, uh, and I said, "Jimbo, our uh, Jimbo, our, the
3: head the head bitch in charge, uh, loves cold meat." Um, Excuse me, the help is not supposed to talk to the guests.
0: God damn it! Who the <laughs> fuck do you think you are?
3: Get out of I here! Look, uh,
1: I look at I look at them. I'm like, I changed right in front of you. Uh, assholes Oh, um, that's right
3: sorry once you're in the uniform I just oh,
0: <laughs> I, I knew who you are and but maybe we shouldn't know the help
1: hey really quick the way y'all are <laughs> talking to service workers right now is making me really reconsider ever wanting to talk to either of you ever again
0: <laughs> I like in the sending stone even though we're, like just so um, Alice can hear we're clearly putting on a show we're you not. don't have to be to service
1: workers. <laughs> <laughs> um. In my, in my stone, I say also donkeys, totally visible.
3: Just keep it moving. I that, will. That that part of the night is over. I um. <laughs> is the table arranged in such a way where I could shield Ellis from view from the crowd, like with my? I have a cape on, and this was part of the reason I wanted to have a cape. Could I like? Uh, you know, like gesture with my cape hooked to my arm in such a way that Alice could hide behind it and, and shift back to himself right now?
2: I think, yeah, you all can kind of find yourself in in a sort of like quieter corner. There's there's not as many people. There's like very large curtains hanging, um, you know, by the side of these like two-story like windows that lead out into um, like doorways and out into like the main like deck kind of area. So I imagine you can kind of, with the cape and these curtains you could make a, a little spot for for Ellis.
1: Um, I duck underneath your cape and I uh, drop masculine faces and I come out and I go, hey, um, if you hear anybody asking about a Carl Gonzalez and how he's an <laughs> inspiring employee, uh, just give him nothing but praise. He really needs it tonight.
0: <laughs> when all this happens, can I just make a check to make sure no one was watching or just kind of you know any wandering eyes in our direction?
2: Check. Roll a perception check.
0: Dirty twenty.
2: Um. Yeah. You look around, and I think everyone's. You know, they they saw the the hot meat come out to this cold bed of ice, and they're like, "Oh, new hot meat has come out!" Yes. <laughs> and you, you mean like
0: uh, um, Emil
2: and I? <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha! Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah they go over and like immediately people are like oh hot meat we love the hot meat on the cold bed of ice and they make up little plates of it and that is now the delicacy of ends everybody hot <laughs> meat on a cold bed of ice
1: the city this
3: city sucks <laughs> <laughs> they're not um, a culinary destination
2: <laughs> you know life is working on it but it wasn't in the list you're so right it was not in the culture <laughs> list um uh, but yeah, people are kind of focused on the food, you know, the 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 party's just sort of kicking off still, so I think there's still lots of mingling and people chatting, so they're really distracted. You do see though, coming from that down that hallway, um, which you assume to be you know, where the kitchens are and all of that, you do see two donkey headed individuals kind of stumble into the main party area. Uh, and you see people are are definitely taken aback, because it's, like, there are people definitely in costumes, you know, there's people dressed up like angels, and, like, peacocks, and, you, you know, really, like, extravagant costumes, but there's something about these costumes that are a little bit more, like, gruesome, perhaps, uh, or, I mean, they're not costumes, right, but they're, like, oh, these costumes, oh, wow, those are really, like, intense and you see see people sort of reacting to the donkey we should have
3: we should have maybe given them some cloaks or something (laughs) that was a mistake uh perhaps we should find elizabeth it's not our job Uh, you're right but i just don't want to distract from what our job is because if they accomplish their mission before we accomplish ours i think ours is going to be jeopardized
1: then it sounds like we got to get moving because i think if we time this right their mission being completed will be the perfect distraction for ours to be our like to complete our uh mission speaking of which where's my girl and i scan the room to find uh elizabeth
2: go ahead and roll a perception check if you're looking for elizabeth
1: (laughs) the dice want me to find uh
3: 25
0: 22 uh seven i get distracted by the donkeys
2: sure of course I think Emile you're looking out and you, you see lots of people wearing that maroon outfit that Elizabeth described that she was going to wear like a maroon outfit maroon mask all that and you're like oh I, you know I, I'm you're just kind of spotting all of them and you're like I, I don't know though like which of these could could be her like everyone's wearing a mask I can't see them up close um I think you Ellis you you are kind of like looking at each one that they're pointing out. And you're like that one, that one's gotta be Elizabeth. I know. And it's somebody who's kind of like in the middle of, uh, you know, the, the floor and is, is mingling with quite a few people.
1: I got her, uh, tractor. She's right there. Uh, looks great. She wasn't lying. Um, okay, cool. So we have her locked down. We know where she's at. Um, I look at Loomis. I'm like, do you just want to, I don't know. Like, I I I'd hate to make you kind of miss a, a, a bulk of the party, but you, you could potentially sneak out to the garden and kind of post up maybe in the shadows
0: the whole time, meaning I don't have to interact with
1: anyone.
3: <laughs> well, I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean, it's entirely it's entirely up to you. I just feel like it like in the best bet, like, like you, you you are the best at not being seen or noticed.
0: I mean, I th- I think that's a great idea.
3: You you could also look around out there just to make sure Elizabeth's not work- walking into a trap. I know this person is the benefactor who's like on her side, but I mean, you might you may find something out if you just look around.
0: I, I would absolutely love not being in this whole chaos inside and just being outside.
1: If if you'd like, a... Uh, uh... Uh, Loomis, I can I can cast invisibility on you too. My, the the they're done. Um, so um, as long as, but but hey, I just want to let you know I got yelled at about hot meat and immediately dropped it. Um, so like, <laughs> it, it it could it could not be it could be n- not a good idea. But I mean, now that we're in and now that I'm just vibing and I'm not an employee anymore, thank God. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can concentrate pretty good, unless I talk to Elizabeth.
3: <laughs> yes can i can i uh, m- uh help lead like a mingling our way over and just happen to walk up to elizabeth and start mingling with her as well
2: uh sure uh just you or, or like all three of you
3: i think all all of us unless loomis is trying to go right now
2: no i like
0: i like to go just in the sense of like because we don't we don't know elizabeth right in this situation Correct. so just like a I feel like we're playing, we mean myself and Alice playing the role of Emil showing us who's who, kind of, like, pointing out things, like, oh, that's the
2: so-and-so of Venzor, and this person works here, and blah, 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 and we're just like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I will say, there is a lot of people wearing, or, like, most people are wearing masks, so it's hard to kind of point out who they are, I guess, mm. except for, you are hearing, like, pockets of, like, people talking and introducing themselves, so in that sense, you can... You could pick um, pick up who people are, but otherwise uh, a lot of people are mysteries to you. So you walk up to who you all are assuming to be Elizabeth based on um, Ellis's high perception and um, I guess deep knowledge of Elizabeth without too much deep knowledge. Uh, and you walk up to her and she, yeah, you kind of like make your way through the crowd and she's mingling with like a few people um, who then kind of like are like oh we heard there's new hot meat at the buffet we're going to go give it a try if you will and elizabeth's like uh yes uh, please go enjoy the hot meat on the cold bed of ice um and she sees you all approach oh um hello
3: hello my name is emile mazak it's a pleasure to meet you your name is
2: my name is Hilda Chrisma, uh, and uh, it's a pleasure to, to meet you, Emil.
3: Hilda, it, I, I put a hand out to shake hers. Um, I've got a, a coin hidden in it, though, uh, that I want to hand to her as I shake her hand.
2: Okay. Roll, first, all three of you roll a perception check as you come up to this person, who you're assuming to be Elizabeth, but it's hard to say for sure.
3: Oh, 19. 19. Seven.
2: 13. Thirteen. Okay. Loomis and Ellis, you feel pretty confident that this is Elizabeth based on her voice, based on her height, based on her, you know, shape and <laughs> her hair and all that. And um, Emil, I think you're kind of like feeling a little maybe blindly confident, like I'm in my zone. I This is it. So you think it's her, but you, you know. It is her, but, you know, I think there's a little bit of, like, blind confidence going in with this. But, uh, are you trying to, like, stealth the coin into, like, her hand?
3: I am, because it's the coin of Minor Illusion. Oh. And I want it to be showing an illusion, um, of just, like, words that say, the clock is ticking, like, the meeting needs to happen. I think it says something like that.
2: Okay, uh, go ahead and roll a uh, sleight of hand
3: okay
1: I will can I um um say um it's nice to meet you as well um Emil is so happy to be uh, so happy and proud to be here today and I will cast bardic inspiration on him as he does this okay
3: that's a d six or eight that should still be a d six okay so d six I don't think it's gonna help very much but I will roll it <laughs> okay yeah that's a six total
2: okay okay <laughs> um
3: oh but
2: she's like oh uh thank you emil thank you for this thank you okay we need to work on that perhaps or you you should perhaps work on your your um your you know magic tricks or or yeah
3: yeah my my uh sleight of hand tricks are not too good i'm working on it it's kind of like a party favorite does she see the message
2: she does yeah i think uh you kind of like fumble the coin into her hand she's like yes oh wow thank you nice to meet you as well okay thank you um (laughs) she like looks at it and gives it back to you Mm -hmm. and um well i i'm i must run it's been a pleasure to meet the three of you I, i hope maybe we bump into each other again later uh but i um i i need to go uh run to powder my nose if you will um so, hope to, hope you have a, a lovely evening.
3: Yes, yeah, stop by with Varieties anytime. She
2: gives a thumbs up as she's, like, walking away. Um, and you see that uh, she is making her way kind of, like, down towards the hallway that would lead to, like, the restroom sort of area.
0: When she walks away, can I do a perception check to see if anyone is watching her? Uh, sure. Go ahead
2: and roll perception. Um.
0: Nope. That is a natural one.
3: Damn dog. <laughs> uh,
2: dice one came out to play today. I thank you, dice. So
0: that was a three. Uh,
2: okay. Uh, I'd say that it's really hard to like. You can't make out people's eyes very well behind all the masks and stuff. Fair. So people's heads are kind of like tilting. Left and right, whether they're looking at Elizabeth or another person, it's hard to say for
3: sure. Fuck. Do you wanna Do you wanna head out to the garden now, and and I'll look for someone for us to like, you know, talk to to take a walk with?
0: Yeah, I think that would be best. I don't I don't need the invisibility. I I don't want to just randomly show up while I'm hiding.
2: I think my stealth and my cloak will be enough. Do you think? Uh, okay, as Loomis, you make your way out in t- towards sort of like the the back of the hall, towards the mm. doors and windows, not the w- you don't go out through windows <laughs> to the yeah, doors at least break I just <laughs> a window. <and> <laughs> <out. laughs> Woo! Well, it's a goofy night, y'all. Spend a goofy night on the pod recording night. Um, <laughs> you head to the doors in the back of the hall that lead out towards the garden and like the back balcony that looks out upon it. Um, and all three of you make a perception check as this is happening. Natural one.
3: 23.
0: 11.
2: Ellis, I think you're pretty distracted by just the party and you're like excited to be here. Loomis, I think you you do notice this sort of like larger group sort of forming in the middle. And you do notice that there are, are, are like guards in the middle of like the area or not necessarily like a lot of guards, you see like two guards sort of like moving along with somebody, and Emil, you recognize that this person who's moving along with these two guards is sort of heading towards uh, Lysith Ernak, and you know that the person between the guards is Van Vanbor, the um, elven representative um, for finances and you know, coin here in the city, and uh, yeah, you notice that he appears to be being like guarded through the ball as he's here and um i think you also see the donkey-headed folks are now sort of like they're not very gentle they're kind of clumsily like moving through the crowd um sort of catching perhaps the sight of Maiden as well
3: oh shit okay um (laughs) uh, has loomis gone or is loomis still with us
2: uh, I think Loomis has kind of like moved away from y'all, so okay. I'd say you're probably on like still within the hall, not necessarily outside yet, yeah. but not next to y'all.
3: I'll, I'll just whisper into the stone. Uh, Loomis, just just go ahead. We'll, we'll meet you out in the garden. Heard. Uh, and then I'll I'll nudge Ellis and say that's that's Maiden right there. Uh, and the person he's approaching is Lysith. The two representatives in the same spot. I, this could be bad. <laughs> If if these donkeys catch up, I know you said it's not our responsibility, but both of them right there together, we need to make a distraction. Something something to cause a diversion, I think.
1: I, l- I look at a meal and I say, um, how big a distraction do you want? Uh,
3: something to draw the eyes of those two towards the donkeys. I just want them to see it coming. We don't have to do anything, you and I.
1: Or... How about I take the eyes of the donkeys off of them?
3: Yeah, absolutely, sure. Great.
1: Um, I will cast uh, Blindness um, at a third level. Oh, fuck. Okay. To blind the donkeys.
2: That's a what? Save?
1: Constitution saving throw. They have to be a DC 16.
2: The first one rolls a 25. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> um, the second we'll...
2: one rolls a 30.
1: Silvery Barbs.
2: On the... Which one? On either one? Oh,
1: I, I guess at either one.
2: Either one. Uh, that's a 19.
1: Okay, so they both they, they both pass.
2: Okay.
3: I think as soon as I see Ellis casting, though, I, I will start... I'll, like, grab Ellis and start beelining towards the two of them, like, to the spot where they are going to meet. I want to be there as well.
2: To where the representatives are?
3: To where Lyseth and uh, Maiden are about to meet up.
2: Okay. For blindness, deafness, what are the components to that? Just verbal. Just verbal. Okay. Um,
3: I
1: will, just to uh, point of order, the second part of Silvery bars. I will give advantage to uh, Emil. Okay.
2: Okay, yeah, I imagine you like whisper both these spells under your breath, both of them not really hitting like you wanted them to, and you all kind of squeeze your way through uh, towards the representatives.
3: Uh, Does anyone stop us as we, as I'm gonna try and approach them like in conversation?
2: In conversation? Um, I think as, yeah, you get closer, you notice that while there are these like two like uniformed guards, like guards of the Ernak estate. Um, there next to them, you notice that there's also kind of, like, other, um, bouncer-like figures as you get kind of closer, and they do sort of, like, stop you from getting, like, really up close, and one of them is like, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, you, unless you have a specific business with, um, Lady Ernak or, or Sir, Sir Vanbor, uh, you can't get any closer, I'm sorry.
3: Oh, but I do. I'll say kind of loud (laughs) so that they can overhear. Oh, but I do have very specific business with both the representatives that I think they'll want to hear from, one of the city's most burgeoning businessmen.
2: Roll a performance check.
3: You said I have inspiration, Alex. Uh, You have
2: advantage. Okay.
3: Performance. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh. Seventeen.
2: Seventeen? Okay. Um I think they definitely overhear you and they you know, like they were kind of just saying like pleasantries to each other and sort of like, Oh, thanks for coming to the party and blah blah blah. Um and they kind of like definitely overhear you and you're not like a short man, so you definitely like, Yeah, and are there I take my crowd. mask
3: off. I like okay. fully take my mask off and look at them and say, I know this isn't scheduled, but I'd love to talk to the both of you. I've I've traveled the continent and I have some news for you that is of utmost importance.
2: Um, I think them both kind of. Rec- I mean, Maiden definitely recognizes you as he like probably knows all of the businessmen and women in the city. Um, and they look to you and they kind of like wave the guards away. Uh, like not away away, but like are kind of like let them in, let them in. Um, and the the two of you are kind of allowed into. It's not like a circle, but like you're definitely like given mm-hmm. the space to now talk to Lysith and. And maiden, um, oh, uh, <clears throat> Emil Mezak, welcome to the Hall Moon Ball this evening. Uh, you have a proposal for us that you'd like to pitch tonight.
3: I, I do. I think you'll want to hear it right away, um, and maybe not where so many wandering ears might steal the idea right out from underneath us. And I, I look back to see, like, under the guise of like who's listening, but also where are the donkeys?
2: <laughs> okay, roll a perception check.
1: If I'm right there, can I make a perception check as well? Yes.
3: I rolled an eight. Okay. Eighteen.
2: Okay. I think, Emil, you're you're kind of like wooed by the fact you're like, oh wait, I'm getting a wait a second, I'm actually getting an audience with these two representatives. Like, let me and your attention's kind of focused on them. Ellis, I think, oppositely, you don't really care about this audience, and your your eyes are looking out for these donkey folk who are. um or like donkey we're calling them let's call them donkey demons because they're not (laughs) they're not they're demons (laughs) um and you see them like pushing through and they're probably like 10 to 20 feet away from from this now and they are like actively like pushing they they are they are making their way am i so this is still happening in the garden right this is in the main hall. So... This is in the main hall. Okay. And so you I've... saw as you were like making your way like towards the garden, you like saw like the guards in the so You assumed that there was like someone of importance there. Um, if you want, you can make another perception check to see if you like see anything happening. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do that. Okay. I think as I like head
0: to the garden, I'm just like looking around, pretending to look at the flowers and the shrubbery,
2: but just keeping my eye on things sure 12 i think you take like one last scan of the hall and you're like yeah i think i think that's good like there's guards over there i think that's fine and you and you make your way out into um the balcony fully and start making your way down into the garden okay back to ellis
1: um while emile is like having this conversation and kind of like drawing attention inward to him and to like the specific scene i will step away uh step towards the donkeys like kind of just like turn around so my back is toward like my back is to this conversation um and even while they're like 20 feet away i will cast charm person um at a second level on them so you can do two targets so i'm going to target both of them okay again that is a uh wisdom saving throw dc 16 okay
2: First one's,
1: uh, 25. Fuck
3: it. Damn, dog.
2: Second one is, uh, 10.
1: Telepathically, because that's how we were communicating. Um, I will tell the one that is charmed. Um, I did y'all a favor. Now it's time for you to do me a favor. Just hold off a second.
2: Roll a persuasion with advantage since you're speaking to the one that's charmed.
1: Uh, that is a twenty-four.
2: Okay, you see them like, both of them look at you, and one of them's like brows sort of furrowed, like stop, like uh, we don't owe you anything, like whatever, like that's kind of not the deal, whatever. And then the charmed one, you just see it's remember they have lobster claws. You see it's lobster claws just grab the shoulder of the other one, and like look at it and not its head, and they just sort of like <laughs> pat it on the shoulder, and they just stop like twenty feet away. They're not, like, aggressively pushing through. They're just kind of, like, staring at each other. And you assume that they're, like, telepathically communicating, but they haven't allowed you into this conversation that they're having. My
0: brother in Christ, Uh, we must be patient.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now is not the time. Um, I will use my ascending stone... Um, while my back is still turned, to whisper uh, to Emil, and I'm like,
3: I c- I've given you a small fucking window. Y'all, you need to move now. So, what do you say? This is a very lucrative idea. I think you'd really want to be on the ground floor. And you know, I don't shoot my shot unless I'm gonna fucking hit. Oh, sorry. The the language.
2: Um, did you roll a persuasion check on this not. yet? Okay, <laughs> roll a persuasion check to see if you can shift the group to the garden. Oh,
3: jeez. My persuasion. It's very low. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A 15.
2: Well, Emil I, I must say, uh, it's we love to hear these. You know, we we don't often get to interface with you or, or other business folk. All th- or I certainly don't get to interface with other business folk all the time. So, um, sure, Maiden, would you shall we all go out towards uh at least towards the balcony I, I don't know if i can quite commit to the gardens as i as i need to continue to mingle uh shortly afterwards but of course us, of course sounds let good us hear your proposal um, um emil um and maiden kind of nods he's he's an older elf so he kind of like few on words not that he's like decrepit or anything but he's <laughs> he's mm-hmm. old and he's like oh uh, yes i look forward to, to hearing this proposal Emil. let us let us make our way. Um, and you see, like, the bouncers and the guards and this kind of, like, group sort of uh, moves behind you all while the three of you sort of, like, walk forward. Um, but this small pack is starting to make their way uh, towards the balcony. And they have decided to give you a little bit of a little window of a of the time of day.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I I am not going with Emil. Okay. I am sta- I'm I'm kind of, like, staying put. Uh, and concentrating on charm person and not interacting with any, fucking anybody okay
2: yeah i imagine you're just like drinking like aggressively yes. and just like glaring <laughs> at the at the donkey demons uh, i'm also
1: re- really quick uh um i saw elizabeth go outside right yes she eventually like, uh, Elizabeth made her way to the garden roll
2: a perception check on that one
1: 12 plus 7, 19.
2: Okay. Yeah, you saw she had gone over to the restroom to powder her nose, if you will, to sort of keep that up. And you eventually see her sort of like grab a little canopy and make her way out towards the garden.
1: Great. So I love, I'm just making sure everybody I know at this party is clocked and I know where they are.
2: Yes. They are all now on the balcony outside while you are inside with these demons. You have about a minute. Is that right on Charm Person?
1: Charm Person lasts an hour. An hour? Yes.
2: Fascinating. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are just laser focused on concentrating on that. We'll jump to a meal. All
3: right. As I move with them outside, I say, "Well, you know, I've been around the continent, and I wish I the whole time I was wishing I could have been here." Lysith, this ball is a reminder of of why I love Venzor so much. Maiden, you know, I, my business has grown from just me in a stall to the the wonderful storefront it is today, and so I don't back businesses lightly. I have a friend I've made. His name is Loomis. He's like 300 years old, and he had this brilliant idea at dinner the other day, a- and I tell him all about Venzor's villagers. You know, how often is there that you, you need to be somewhere, but you also need to be somewhere else, and you'd really love a stand-in? Alternatively, we could call the business... You know, cause it's gonna be magicians using disguise self. We could call it these guys self, but that's just you know, that's just like a fun name. If you want, you know, it could be like the.
1: God, that's so good. <laughs> well, <laughs> so good.
3: you know, so so, just a thought. Uh, but this could be you know an elite package, something we offer exclusively to those who need to be somewhere, but you know, are willing to pay just a little bit of gold to not have to actually be there. What do you think? Are we on the balcony at this point? Yes, you're on
2: the balcony at this point. Go ahead and roll, um... I guess another performance as you're kind of pitching them. Yeah, Business check. He gets advantage because he's a business
3: owner. (laughs) Performance? Oh, I fucking shit you not. A natural 20 for a
2: 21. Okay! Okay! Pew, 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 pew! Um... I think they they look at you their eyes kind of perk up and, and as behind their masks and stuff, and they they look at you, you know, I must say,' you know there are definitely meetings and uh, things that I just i I don't want to be at, so being having somebody basically allow me to be at two places at once sounds um, is that is that what am I getting that right to be at two places at once?
3: yeah, and it doesn't have to be deceptive sometimes sending a proxy just doesn't serve the right message your presence in the room Lysith, or your presence in the room might and you know they never know if it's the real you or not uh, that person that proxy could deliver all the information to you but you know attend as you while you do whatever it is you need to do with your time
2: and this is and this is convincing like for sure people will they won't see through the disguises they'll know it's us and and will this get into sort of problems where people will then know about the business and know it's at risk that that a proxy might be sent
3: well, you know, there 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 is some risk there. It's gonna take some upfront. This is why I wanted to come to you here tonight, is because this will take some upfront work and and payment to make sure we're getting the right magicians and people who can be discreet uh, and people who can cast cast well and cast strong.
2: I'm I'm not against this idea, Emil, and I I think if you can get together a proper business proposal and send it over to my office, uh, we could probably get uh sort of a, a council together to see if this is something we could fund. I'm, if it's interesting to the two of us who are just the repre- some of the representatives here, I'm sure some of the, the higher-ups in the Citrine delegation or uh, others around the city would also be interested in such a such a thing, but uh, I think we'll need a proper business proposal and business plan, strategy, all of that.
3: Uh, Absolutely, I can do that. Absolutely. Um, and I'll I like... Press down the button or whatever on the sending stone while I say this next part. I'll say, I'm so happy to hear you say you're interested. If you're interested in that one, you're going to love what I have to say next. Maybe we should stay here on the balcony for another round. What do you think? Uh, Roll
2: a persuasion check.
3: I'm <laughs> doing whatever I can to keep them out here uh, so that I, I can see the garden from the balcony. Yes, I'm just not yes. close. All right. Yeah. Is is this so? This you've opened the sending stone. Yes.
1: Um. I'll just whisper into the sending stone, and I'm say, "You're doing great, bud. You got this." And I will give you another Bardic inspiration. Okay. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs>
2: uh, today, plus, yes.
1: <laughs>
3: this is persuasion. Yes. Seven plus five,
2: twelve. Twelve. I'm. I'm so sorry. I mean. Uh, I mean lovely idea and I, I'd love to, to continue to talk to you but uh, unfortunately we, we must continue going out uh, and mingling with others but it's been a pleasure and they both kind of like extend their hands to you um, and we definitely look forward to hearing more about this uh, business proposal that you have
3: I'll, I'll shake each their hands and I say I really appreciate the time I oh, as always appreciate the party Kara sends her regards not um, yes. I'm not used to seeing you with you know out in the public at all but also with so many guards everything okay
2: oh it's just a little extra security for tonight um you just you know uh things happen oh, i guess with the with the recent assassination of uh, of um elman we you know we just want to be precautious is all
3: oh yes i was there you were <laughs> Yeah, I have all the gory details. I plan on spending my time out here for a little longer. If you want to hear the story,
2: uh, roll a. I think they're like they're like. Did he murder Elm? Like, there's a little level of like, oh god, like, why is he like kind of <laughs> announcing that so proudly almost? <laughs> um, so I don't know what to...
3: I sense the disadvantage coming.
2: <laughs> I guess. Roll persuasion with disadvantage? Yeah, I don't really know. This what, is like my second or...
3: attempt to keep them to stay, so. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, a 10.
2: Oh, no, we're we're. I think we're going to go now, Emil. Um, thank you so much, though, and we'll definitely be in contact
3: with you. It's been lovely. Have a good night inside, I say, my setting stone still. The buff,
2: Immediately, though. like, the bouncers and, like, the guards are kind of, like, create a wall between <laughs> you and them. And they start to kind of make their way back inside.
3: You we'll keep him Loomis. safe, I say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> as all of this was happening, uh, Loomis, you're kind of on, like, the far side of the balcony sort of just looking out into the gardens when you see Elizabeth make her way down the stairs uh, towards the gardens. Go ahead and roll a perception check as you see... Uh, her making her way down. 18. You spot that she kind of um, lingers and sort of like looking at like some rose bushes and flowers and sort of examining them when a dwarven man comes up to her. Uh, He has braided red hair and a large beard that's protruding under his mask. Um, He has a simple black suit, like all black, black shirt, black suit. Um, And he has a a smooth black mask um, with this red beard protruding out from underneath it. Um, and with an 18 you yeah you notice that they're just they're talking for a, a little bit you don't uh, notice anything like you don't see any any exchange or anything um, but after about like 10 10 minutes or so uh, he kind of like walks her over to it's like a fountain and they sit down there before Um, He eventually, like, kisses her on the hand and uh, makes his way back inside while Elizabeth sort of, like, lingers um, by the fountain, sort of, like, Um, looking into the waters.
0: Okay. What I'd like to do first is activate the Sending Stone, however we're doing that, um, and relay that information that just, guy with red hair, red beard, wearing all black, just pay it Keep eyes on them. The beard is protruding from the
3: mask. I'll say in the stone as well. Ellis, we've done all we can for the reps. They're they're on their own. Do you want to you want to find that guy? I'm I'm keeping eyes on Loomis.
1: Yeah, I got it. Um, I will maintain charm, person. Telepathically to the other donkey that isn't charmed, I will uh, telepathically tell them. Look, I get that you're on a fucking quest to kill this guy. I get it. I want you to do it. He is surrounded by guards. You get one chance at this. If you don't wait, I'm serious. Wait until the perfect time. They will stop you, and your souls will never be free from the Noxus. Wait. Okay. Roll a. Uh,
2: are you doing intimidation or persuasion?
1: I am like begging. I'm pers- trying to p- plead them. Persuasion. Like pers- okay. Pers-
2: okay. Uh, roll with advantage since you brought up um, the Nanoxis like in the soul thing.
1: That's a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty.
2: Um, I think they—you can hear kind of like breathing—it's in your like head as they seem to kind of be like they—they've had a temper this time, like this whole time, or we're, we're kind of like hyper focused, and you can kind of sense them like breathing and sort of slowing their breathing a little bit. When will be our time then?
1: You want to be able to get to him when you can actually get to him. He is surrounded by guards. You need to keep an eye on him. You need to... It it might not be during the party. Wait. You should probably wait until the party starts to die down a little bit. I'm
2: trying to think because they're not incredibly smart, but they're not dumb either. But I'm trying to think like what would the check be here to be like, be strategic, Let me I guess let me have them do like an intelligence check to kinda see if they're like act like okay, like accepting the information.
3: A processing check.
2: Right. (laughs) That's a three? (laughs) (laughs) I want to get to him now. And you you see the other ones, like lobster hand is on its chest and it's like with time, brother. With time I guess they don't have genders, but they kind of know genders. So, with time, sister, with time, <laughs>
1: um, t- telepathically to the one that is charmed, um, I will say, um, you know, you need to be patient. Hold him back. Um, and I, uh, at that point, um, I, um, will send to Emile and Loomis, and I said, I've done all I can for them. Um, Emil, you should get the fuck out of there. I'm gonna trail. I'm gonna tail this. Uh, this redhead.
3: I want to watch it. I want to watch Loomis. Um, I can see Loomis from up here, right? Yes. Loomis, do you think you're okay? Do you think that was the exchange?
0: No, nothing was handed off. He just kissed her hand. And I say that into our sending stone.
3: Uh, I'm just going to wait. I think I'm okay out here.
0: Because, Becky, I'm still at the top, right? Like, I'm peering over and looking
2: at where Elizabeth is, right? Yes. And it's not, uh, you didn't see an exchange happen, you don't know whether, so you don't know whether it happened or not. Necessarily. Oh, okay. From your perspective, though, you c- you could not, like, confirm nor deny whether that happened. Okay, um, Okay, to the de- uh, donkey demons here, the charmed one is going to also process the information that you said, and we'll see if, what happens, with advantage, because they are charmed. That's a 10. They hear... You said, I think, you need to hold them back. And so they immediately are going to try and grapple their friend.
3: Great. <laughs> Excellent.
2: <laughs> okay, they're going to roll a contested strength contest against each other. So this is for the grappler. Okay, that's real good. And this is for the one being grappled. That's not as good... So you, the charmed one immediately is like, I'm so sorry, sister, and takes its lobster claws and gives, like, a big bear hug and is going to grapple them to the ground. <laughs> um, immediately, like, the crowd around them, like, is like, oh, my God. Like, oh, shit. Like, you hear, like, yells and kind of, like, screams a little bit as uh, a large circle kind of forms around them. And they sort of begin, I guess, wrestling on the ground a little bit Um, as they're, one of them's just being caught off guard by the fact that they got grappled by the other one. And that is where we'll end tonight. (laughs) Fuck.
1: That's, this is the first time in my years of playing Dungeons and Dragons that I've ever like cast spells. Like, I'm not a spellcaster, caster predominantly. <laughs> to, but, like, to cast spells for, like, situational-based things. Mm-hmm. It's hard. To... Way more, way more stressful than uh Yeah, it's so stressful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's hard to, as, as, like, a DM, to set up situ Or it's, like, hard to encourage you as, like, players to be, like, if you want to use spells, like, out of combat, like, feel free. But it's sort of, like, hard to create the situations in which you feel like, I need to do this.
1: Well, I mean, it's just, like cool yeah i have like i have charm person blah blah. blah but like like a shit could just go wrong it's just like it's so much more definite being like i cast uh burning hands right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to kill <laughs> i swing um, my damn axe
2: <laughs> so as yeah. this one charmed donkey demon grapples the other donkey demon to the ground i think it's safe to say things could get dicey
3: get donkey okay oh
1: <laughs> shit <laughs> Name of the episode.
0: Oh my god, absolutely.
3: Oh man, y'all. We're at a ball and I didn't even get to dance. What's the point? Um <laughs> shit broke down before I could dance. Thank you for joining us at the ball. Hope you wore your, your best black tie affair outfits. Um you could also follow along on socials at TCGD Pod on TikTok and Instagram. We got a lot of stuff going on right now. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode on Wednesday, February 21st. See you next time.